Hey there, That Kind of Nerd listener. Listen, I know when our off days and we're not filling your car or being used for your walk around the neighborhood, you need something to listen to. And I also know you probably need to catch up on some good old-fashioned reading. But who's got time for a book? I know I don't. That's why I use Audible. And what's great is because you are a That Kind of Nerd podcast listener, all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash thatkindofnerd where we are going to give you a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. And guess what? Congratulations. As of this week, Harry Potter is on Audible. So if you haven't listened to these books, if you haven't read them, now's the time to go ahead and jump into the fandom. I know Josh would be ecstatic to have another person to talk about Harry Potter with. So be that person for him. God knows he needs to get it off his chest. So very simple. Just go to audibletrial.com slash that kind of nerd get your free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. If you don't like the book, let's say you listen to Harry Potter and it's not your cup of tea, you can actually exchange it for another book. And the great news is, is that you own the books. So at the end of the day, if you decide that you want to go ahead and get another one, you can. And if you decide to cancel your Audible trial, the book is yours. So what have you got to lose? Audibletrial.com slash that kind of nerd. I won't keep you any longer. This is going to be a fantastic episode. Welcome aboard. Well, welcome everybody to the show. Uh, this week, I want to start off with one thing. Today, uh, we're recording on the 20th is the premiere of Jessica Jones. Uh, we are giving you a full seven days to get yourself seven caught up. Days. To get yourself caught up uh, before like we go ahead and talk about it. Uh, sure. Yeah. Except you're not going to die. If you, if if you don't Jessica watch Jessica Jones, Jones in um, seven it's days. digital, not VHS. I got a, I got a wallet. I'm going to drive a car. I like pizza. I like a lot. Dude, if you don't watch Jessica Jones in seven days, Kristen Ritter crawls out of the screen and beats the shit out of you. <laughs> can I just? Which I would happily I was allow. Gonna to say, can I, I just stop say, watching a, then? Is that a problem? <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, spoiler free. Uh, you'll also just notice uh, that we just had an additional voice chime in, and I'm sure you're all familiar with it. But ladies and gentlemen, our gaming expert Jeff is with us today. Yay! Well, hello there. <laughs> a pleasure as always. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to have a great uh, talk. We're going to talk about some things going on in the gaming world, obviously. Uh, so let's just get right to it. Um, Jeff, we, we brought you on board because there was a huge storm of, of nerdism in the gaming world right now with a fallout uh, and mm-hmm. with uh, some fantastic Star Wars content as well. But I want to start did you just Did he just start doing like the Matthew McConaughey chant from uh, – mm-hmm. From from Wolf of Wall Street, that's what I just heard. <laughs> like Jeff went into like a like a mm-hmm, but it was so smooth and smoky that it sounded like McConaughey. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, all right, yeah. all right, all right. I, I think that that copyright price, so the royalties for that are out of my price range. So you, you know, <laughs> you, that know? Was, you know that was an ad lib moment, right? That that's like McConaughey's normal warm up, and he was Those just doing the best it before guys, a scene. Man. And you know what I love about Fallout. It just stays the same age, and I keep on getting older. It's all good. <laughs> all right, all Agreed. right, all right. This episode is also brought to you by three drunken nerds. <laughs> what are you talking about? You. I'll let you, the listener, figure out who that is. I have not yet begun to drink. <laughs> okay, Fair did, enough. did you I, all see the stupidity that just happened here? I'm drinking Miller Lite, so that doesn't count. All right? That's not drinking. No, it does not count. That's fasting. <laughs> <laughs> He's hydrating, CJ. <laughs> it's pretty, you're pretty much, a, you're, it's just a step above bottled water at that point. And a step, a step right below cranberry juice. <laughs> Less electrolytes, that's it. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. All right. So uh, let's, let's start with Fallout 4 because this mm. is the game that uh, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to spend time on this because I want to go crazy. I'm you a, just had a vacation. Why haven't you been playing it? Because I also need $60 to do that and I just don't have wow. that right now. Christmas is coming up, so I'm hoping that's my Christmas present. Uh, anyway, Bethesda's just, <laughs> Fallout 4, highly anticipated. We had posted the trailer on it when the trailer came out. Uh, who actually has it right now? Which, which one of you guys are playing? I Stuff? do. I I cannot buy it because I do not have the 500 hours to devote to it that I know I will. I'm not actually <laughs> it's a sure. cost efficiency thing. I'm not actually <laughs> sure what Fallout is. I mean, I, I have the money. It's not like a, oh, it's not in my budget thing. It's a, I don't have the time thing. So, so Josh just said he doesn't know what Fallout is. So what I would love to do is, Jeff, if you could just kind of give us a, a brief, short history on Fallout and, and what this game is and why people are even excited for it. Absolutely. Um, 
you know, drawing from some of the stuff we talked about with the E3 podcast, um, you know, we had a heavy focus on Bethesda games and Bethesda Softworks um, with all their announcements. But, um, you know, Fallout is a, you know, just to give a basic overview, it is a post-apocalyptic um, wasteland, right, that you, the player, is put into. And in the past, it's been without almost any story, really. There's a little bit, you know, there's a lot more in this one, I feel like, in a couple of the other ones. Um, but like you, you basically build your character. There's a huge, heavy RPG element to it. It's basically like post-apocalyptic Skyrim, um, where you have an open world to explore crafting everything. You meet people, develop loves, romances, and end up saving the world or destroying it. Depending. So the beauty of most of the Bethesda games and the reason why they're so popular, why people hype up about them is the sense of their open world is insane. Uh, there's not a lot of loading screens. There's not a lot of downtime in between going from place to place. The only time you ever really get a screen is when you enter a room or you open a door and you load up a different section. Um, mm-hmm. So the ability to just keep that consistent gameplay going without interruption is a huge aspect. And and, and when we say open world, I mean the, the landscape is gigantic. Um, I mean, put it into perspective and with the range of field. I, I will. I'm sorry to cut you off, but mm-hmm. like, let me just say next gen console and of course PC, but next gen consoles really do this game justice um, in terms of just the range of vision. I have it at Xbox one, but like you can see so far into the uh, the whole world that it, it just makes it that more immersive, that much more immersive. And then the coolest thing and the funny thing is the level of customization you get towards your character. Uh, their items, their attire, their weapons. The create a persona, create a face thing is ridiculous. The Chive actually posted some of like the most impressive ones that they have seen. And there was this beautiful uh, Hulk Hogan one, uh, the Joker. Uh, someone did Bruce Campbell. Um, the, the way that you can make your character either female or male and customize them to either look like you or look like someone famous um, is just awe-inspiring. It's, it's what game developers should strive for when they're doing create a character and also the the sense of an open world it's um in my opinion i would say it's probably one of the most customizable rpgs i've ever played and i played a bunch um but you actually sculpt individual parts of the face and you can either do custom you know if you don't if you're not into customizing there's preset faces and stuff if you just want to get into the game but you can actually sculpt individual parts of the face to a degree that has never been seen before and that's one of the badass things they released at e3 but i'm just happy that they you know, kept to their guns and actually released it the way that they showed it. So when was the last time a Fallout game came out? When was Fallout 3? Well, New Vegas was the last one. And that was, uh, pardon my thought fart, but I believe, was that 2011? It was, I think, the year before Skyrim came out. 2011, but more importantly, can I make Nigel Thornberry in this? I'm sure if what? you put the and make him just say smashing all the time. <laughs> you um you probably could. 2010. 2010 was New Vegas. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking about 2010 release in New Vegas, so it's been a while since Fallout, but they had Skyrim in between there, which you know, is the Elder Scrolls universe, but um really showcased what the potential of an, uh, the next Fallout could be. Um and you know what says something too that when some of the best modders, the best gamers um, that have you know streams and all this other stuff are continually playing these games that may be older, but you can continually get immersed in it over and over again throughout you know five years. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't like. I don't understand. I I you're passionate. Clearly, I don't. Know. <laughs> Josh, if you could put yourself into a post-apocalyptic wasteland with anything at your disposal, it would that's not the be game. Fallout. <laughs> could I put no. myself could I put myself squarely into a dive bar where football's on? <laughs> you can acquire lit cigarettes, but you cannot equip them as part of your attire. Uh, bottle caps are your currency to, to purchase your beer with. They there. may be advanced technology, but not as advanced as those vaporizers that the kids use nowadays. <laughs> oh, those those whippersnappers with their vaporizers. The really cool thing, too, is is just like Jeff said, we're talking about five years since this last time this game had a, an update to the storyline. 
And it wasn't one of those things where five years went by and, you know, nothing really cool came out of it. A lot of really fun stuff is there. Uh, this game is going to suck hours and hours out of people's lives. Hence, probably I spent I um, 49 hours. I'm sorry to cut you off again, but I spent 49 exactly hours. So Did you were you able to release the princess from the final castle? Oh, the princess was released and her name. Spoiler, maybe a little bit. I just want to make sure that at 40, after 49 hours, you, you, you got all the pieces of Triforce that you needed. <laughs> Listen, I'm not just looking for the girl, man. I'm looking for Liberty Prime, brother. <laughs> so, spoiler a little bit, but <laughs> I warned you. You've collected all the dragon coins. Yes, he's summoned the dragon from the Dragon Balls. Absolutely. Yep. I was going to, first of all, dr- yeah. You're mixing genres. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm trying to say the right thing. That's what Josh is hearing. All, I'm done with this conversation. All, after 49 hours, all your base are belong to me. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, will assimilate. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my my biggest takeaway from it has been democracy is non-negotiable. That's my biggest takeaway. That sounds like a dictatorship. Moving on, <laughs> uh, Jeff. Because not just Fallout came out this month. They had a couple right. big releases. Halo came out mm-hmm. like last month, last week of uh, October, right? Yes, it did. And it so was, what do you uh, think of that? Because I played it. I played a little bit of the multiplayer. I played like two mission campaign missions. And I was like, it's it's Halo. Nothing nothing special about it. It's just another it Halo. It hasn't changed? Very minor. I mean, you tell me. Jeff, I might get it that. More. That's cool. If it hasn't changed. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop being basic <laughs> I, with your pumpkin spice lattes. You guys have Uggs on and pumpkin spice in your hand. Right I, have, now. That's I, not have, I have bourbon and uh, two fisticuffs. <laughs> well, I'm ready to duke. So let's do it. Um, okay. So Halo 5, you know, October release, right? And uh, obviously there was a huge campaign release for it. But, you know, you got to take into account this is the second game in the series of games released by the new studio, which is 343 Studios, um, bouncing off of Bungie um, before. So you have a game. Yeah, that's do you mind if I stop you real, real Yeah, let me, let me stop you real quick. Just a little context before I let you go crazy, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. Bungie is the company that is responsible for uh, Halo, what, what made them successful. There's a little yep. independent company, came out of nowhere, made Halo gigantic, huge. Uh, Microsoft uh, was working with them for such a long time because it was stable for Xbox and has now taken over the That's Halo the story of my life, line. by the way. Small person, little known, gigantic, huge. <laughs> <laughs> this summer, Brian stars in in a world. <laughs> but um, but now tortilla boy. But now Microsoft has taken over. So the actual creators of this series have left to do their own game. Uh, and so Microsoft it's just has- Bill Gates now is the only one designing the games. <laughs> Yes, yes, because he's still deeply that's, that's involved. That's what he does with yourself. his time, right? Sorry. That's Go- that's what I've gotten out of this. Bill Did you Gates- guys see that thing where Bill Gates was giving everyone five thousand dollars on Facebook if you like the status? Like, I think that's what he's doing with his money and time. The hell, I know, man. I, I haven't, I haven't gone on Facebook in like I don't know. Yeah, right. Me neither. Quite some time. <laughs> anyway, I'm not yeah. going to specify a date, but it's been quite a few days. Anyway, Jeff, I I, I saw your review. I read your review. Um, I, I want a little bit more opinion about Halo 5 because sure. I just was not impressed. What were you not impressed by is my biggest question. You said the campaign was meh. I, I, play, I played a little bit of the campaign. Here's what I liked about the campaign. It wasn't just you, one lone wolf against the world, although Master Chief is badass and we all know it. I, I kind of liked, liked the squadron thing. It was very Halo Reach in my opinion. Right. And, and, and it tied that. into the lore, which is a huge part of it too um, for anyone who's super nerdy. I thought it was I didn't like Halo I haven't heard anything about but Battlefront's been all over Twitter. Yes. Right, and Twitch. So what what Jeff, I mean Battlefront was one of those hugely anticipated games. I, again, not not my cup of tea, but I mean I could if I was going to get into a game it would likely be Star Wars and or Batman. Right. right. So what what's the deal with Battlefront? All right, so Battlefront was a game that was released originally. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront was released for, uh, I believe, yeah, PS2, PS2 and the original Next Gen, right? It was uh, uh, the original Xbox, yeah. So you have a game where you're in a massive battle 
Um, and you just jump in. You can be, you know, a trooper. You can be a Jedi. You can unlock all these different vehicles. Well, right, was, but what happened, like, awesome. what happened this week? Something happened. Something exploded. Right. Well, I'm getting there. I'm really? Getting there. So what happened this week? You have to week? savor the buildup. Listen, Jeff's conversations when it comes to gaming is like watching Heroes. You have to wait seven you episodes. You understand. Oh, my I don't God. have, I have, I'm like, the attention to span. Of a five and seven year old. Then how do you watch heroes is my question, sir. So let me do it like a vine in seven seconds. Here we go. Yes. Perfect. yes. Um, so this week, what happened? Battlefront, the new title came out. No, you know, two, three, whatever. It's just Star Wars Battlefront. It was remade and remastered for next gen. It's a huge, massive online game where you and, you know, I think it's up to 16 or 20 players on your team can face off. And uh, it's just an open world, destroy everything. You guys, it's a battle of attrition. It's point based. And you can play as Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, all that other stuff with all your friends. And uh, in that regard, I like it. But if if I hate playing MMOs, I hate playing with 13 year old kids. Yeah. It's not an MMO at all. So so here's what I, I picked it up this week. And here's what I love about the game. A, Star, very Star Wars. The Star Wars niche is there. So I was all like, oh, my God. It's off. Oh my god, it's Endor. I love the Ewoks and all that other I mean, I mean, maybe during the game we get an Ewok, and I was really excited by that. I like just going to Kashyyyk and hanging out with all the Wookiees. Um <laughs> they they made some changes with this one. It was very it, it's kind of melding what works with Call of Duty with the first person style shooter mm-hmm. with the what made Battlefront so much fun, which is this massive like army versus army type of deal and not 12 guys freaking beating on each other type of like style here so less and double dragon more risk it was like age yeah. of empires but you actually get to d- direct the flow of battle without overseeing it you are you are like on the battlefield no so okay so like a turn-based strategy See, Josh no it. it's not a turn no it's it's first person shooter no, it's I, real yeah, I know i understand but essentially like are you saying like elements of command and conquer yeah you and- got rts elements in the fact that you can position yourself strategically but then you choose where you deploy and what you deploy with so you know after you deploy though it's first person shooter or third person vehicle combat Oh. Okay. So and, and they they've got X wing missions. They've got uh, a mission where you're in you're in the the ship actually like towing your cable around an ATAT, and it's really cool. <laughs> See, it's CJ, a lot here's, of fun. Here's the interesting. When I texted Jeff originally about joining us this week, I uh, I brought up Battlefront like it's been exploding on social media, and I think Jeff's response to me was. F that shit, right? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Really? We're gonna we're gonna wait. We're gonna because if I say any more, like any more evidence here incriminates me with CJ, and I will get yelled at for talking about this off the podcast. I appreciate so, it. <laughs> so much. Jeff, can you tell me why you said F that game? All right. So overall, look, feel of the game. I you know, it's fun. I won't I won't argue that. However, what really pisses me off is the age of microtransactions is well and freaking known with this game because this is the first game, I believe, ever to have a $50, $50 extra on top of the $60 cost for the game, $50 more all at once to get the DLC pack for the season pass. It's bullshit. Oh, gosh. It stop. Your crush. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got to stop you. I got to stop you because Beyonce had the days- best video of all time. That's why I got to stop you. Listen, in, in the days of fracking Call of Duty where, listen, the, the season pass, yeah, it's like 40 bucks. But then there's like three <sighs> other map packs after that that cost you another 20 well, that's or That's what I'm saying. That's bullshit. And a lot that, of people. That is bullshit. A, a lot of which famous. Is why, wait. I don't wait. understand why you're upset by it. Wait, wait, why? wait. And that, that, wait. So you get all this extra stuff. Does that, I mean, I'm just going to. Does it improve your gameplay? Does it make you better playing the game? It's a lot of cosmetic items. It's a lot, it's a lot of, of unlocks. Maps, it's maps. Different stages, okay. that kind of thing. I'm, it's basically stuff that is... Oh, I'm sorry. I will you tell you uh, on two different platforms, and this is... So I, I'm an advocate for uh, in-app purchasing, right? And I think this is exactly the way gaming needs to go. I think they need to figure out a way to maybe lower the price of the initial purchase and restrict some of that for Exactly. That's my opinion. For additional content, but... I will tell you that EA Sports once a year, and I know I'm going to go back to sports because that's what I play. EA Sports once a year drops all of their iOS gaming down to like 99 cents, right? So you go, you go and you grab FIFA for the year at 99 cents, and then you end up spending, you paid a dollar for the game, okay? 
But if you want to build a team and be competitive, especially against your friends or whatever, you're talking about easily $25 in in-app purchases just to get going, right? Well, you and- see, that's not the game, though. That's my opinion. That's not the game. You're, you're, the original purchase is not the actual game. Well, no, All but you of- can't, like, the only thing, the only thing you can do with the original purchase is just be a poor soccer player. Right. And it's like right. basically you're buying a $60 beta edition. Let's just take, you know, let's uh, Battlefront aside. Let's talk about Destiny for just a second. Destiny released in what I would consider the beta phase. There was nothing out there for it. And unless you bought all that extra shit, then you were behind and you could never come back from that. Well, I, I guess bought. I guess I'm a, I'm a little less shocked by it because sports game sports gaming has been doing this for years, right? If you wanted to be truly competitive, in any of the recent, you know, Madden or any 2K sporting or especially baseball and basketball, you're spending 50, 60 bucks additionally right off the bat. But how much did you are you talking on iOS or are you talking on? No, your, now I'm talking about console. console gaming. So, I mean, right? you're spending so, $120 on, on, a, on an average sports in, game? In Madden, right? If you want to build your own team the way that you used to do in just plain old franchise mode, if you want to really build a team. With, like, you playing the game and devoting the time to unlock stuff, right? That's what you're talking about? No. No, 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 no. They have this ultimate team builder, at least they did for a few seasons, where you would go onto the EA Sports, whatever, and you would buy uh, packs, right? So you're basically buying packs of cards. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was talking about, like, in the old Madden. No, 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 no. So you're, I mean, to build a team, to build an ultimate team in one of these sports, especially in FIFA, I mean, you could easily triple your spend from the original from the original game you could easily spend 180 yep see the the problem that and i agree with with jeff on some of this is some and we're getting off into a a strange conversation but we may need to come back to later is that some of these games stepped into the twilight i know i know hold on some of these games are making you pay 60 dollars barrier to entry you've you've got to spend 60 bucks to just get your foot in the door and then you have to spend another thirty, forty, fifty dollars to to get the content. And I'm not talking about it's a year after, it's two years after, and you're trying to breathe new life into the game. It's hey, the game's been out for three weeks. That's the game. Spend another that's, fifty bucks. It's, it's been but like that's, that I don't for think a that's while. acceptable. That's not acceptable. That's not listen, that's not right. Listen, listen. It's my turn to speak now. So that this is the way gaming has become now. And for a game like Battlefront Call of Duty, it makes sense because there is additional maps, there's additional weapons. It, it's not like as much as I love stop your don't don't continue. So it's continue. not like as much as I love Arkham Knight that a lot of the DLC is, ooh, look at this costume and this skin that you can download, and it's the same game. You're just playing it with a different skin. That's a little troublesome. That's a little worrisome. But when they add new levels, new layers to the gameplay, that that's worth it. Especially it, it is, it is worth it, but then the original the game should be half the price. Thank the you. Expectations. I agree with you full heartedly. Having spent $60 on Battlefront, I definitely think I'm it should have been half the price. I'm just saying, and this is my argument. It's been my argument for years. This is why console gaming will die. Because people would rather play an application-based game and then pay additional for whatever content they want than fork over 60 bucks for the game, 60 bucks in additional content, and then have the limitations that you don't have with app-based purchasing. And, and here's what I'll, I'll say about that. Um, so I will say this. When it comes to Battlefront, I, I really enjoyed the... Uh, multiplayer, the battles, you know, so far I'm enjoying everything about the game. I just find its lack of a story mode disturbing. That's the only <laughs> thing I'm going to say. I like your reference. I will say yeah, that. You like that? <laughs> Jeff caught that. You're welcome. Um, I, I, I was very disappointed with the fact that I didn't have any sort of campaign mode or story mode. But other than that, I felt like a kid again, listening to Star Wars music. It was great. And guess what? That's what the company pandered towards. They pandered towards the people who played Battlefront before and came back for it. Um, Which, I mean, like I said, I mean, I had fun with it. I had fun with it. And I guess I can't argue with that, but I'm not spending $110. So hang on, hang on, hang on, Jeff. So you enjoyed and had fun with the game? The $60 version? Can you just say yes or no? Did you enjoy the game? 
that it's not. Did you enjoy the game? Answer the question. (laughs) I am angry at the company, but I did enjoy the game. Hey, answer, answer, answer the answer the council's question. Answer the council's question. (laughs) So your statement of my passion, my passion for the game has led to hatred, and Yoda was right the whole time. (laughs) Listen, your journey to the dark side aside, you enjoyed the game. You had fun playing it. It is a decent game. Whether it's not worth sixty bucks is all relative. That is your opinion. Uh, but it's still a great game. I highly enjoyed it. I was playing it right before we started recording, and I was forced choking See, the mother effers out of Rebel CJ squirming because he thinks we've been talking about this too long, but I'm having a good time. No, no, no. Here's, here's my here's my thing, and it still comes back down to the, the, the damn key issue. There is no game I have ever played, ever played, and I love a lot of games that I would ever put $120 into. Pong, you play that for you pay that for Pong. No, I wouldn't. Listen, like Skyrim, like Skyrim. I loved Skyrim. I stopped putting money into DLC once I hit 50 bucks. I was like, that's it. That's my game. Well, hey, no, no, no. Okay, CJ, listen, you cannot be the barometer for this. You are as much as I care a about frugal you. Son of a you bitch. are my friend. I get it. You are cheap SOB. Yeah, 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 yeah man. So. <laughs> like those people spend life savings on those games. Right. Dude, and that's the crazy amount of money talk. that families spend on Call of Duty alone just to get special items every round is a ludicrous. It's a ludicrous. The barometer, thing. the barometer for how much will I spend on a game should not be the guy who will not pay more than two dollars for ten nuggets. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> But no, what I'm okay. Can I just? I'll By the way, as a side review. note, uh, the KFC did bring back the dollar forty nine ten nuggets. So I am. Oh, sp- look at you! You're super I'm excited. So it's like excited. Christmas for you. Are we plugging them? Because <laughs> I really do enjoy Arby's. I mean, I mean KFC. <laughs> yeah, listen, everybody, go get a croissant sandwich. Okay, it's in the morning. A croissant sandwich. That's how you have to say a it. A croissant sandwich, right ladies and gentlemen. Please. So, um, okay. So who brought up who brought up cosmetics? Because me. All right. I would disagree with you. I believe so listen, cosmetics I think you can are use fine. a little rouge and just a little blush. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to say something about Brian's cosmetic thing. Cosmetics are permanent enhancements to your personal character that everyone is not required to purchase in order to have the same experience. That right. is okay. I'm okay with cosmetics. But to say you are not allowed to play parts of the game until you spend an additional 50 bucks is bullshit. You know what I do you know what I do you know what I purchased? But Battlefront has doesn't do that. I purchased a Netflix subscription. You know what I saw a preview for? A Bill Burr show. <laughs> oh, it's a cartoon. It's called F is for Family, and it's based in the 70s, and Bill Burr is just as crude as you'd want to hear him. Can I tell you this show looks goddamn amazing? It looks it looks like it uh, reminds me of King of the Hill with uh with a Beavis and Butthead filter on top of it even more. Not 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 less of a beat like like a like a Mad Men filter with the <laughs> no with the not everything not and, everything is Mad Men just because you just got done watching. All right, it. fine. It's like or it's like it's like Archie Bunker in a cartoon. Yes, yes. Okay. It's it's uh it's it's pretty it's pretty insensitive on the gender lines. Uh, really, just imagine 1973, and and you have uh, I, I what I think is going to be a pretty amazing show, and also. Uh, Justin Long plays his oldest son, and I I think Justin Long's hilarious. Uh, so I'm I'm uh, I'm very excited to uh, to to see this. This is when it comes out. Is it is this going to be one of those that is uh, released weekly, or is this going to be all at once? I don't know. It, I don't think they've given the the strategy to it. I know that the um, BoJack was a BoJack Horseman. Was that? The, oh, see, that's, that's I just I show. just heard about this and I haven't watched it. Is that worth a watch? It, it, that was a thing that they did week to week at one point. Um, and I, I'm just trying to figure out if they're going to do that with this show. Bojack was week to week. What wasn't Bojack week to week? I don't freaking know. I don't watch the show. I didn't watch Bojack. I think it was. I think it was one of those things. Like I, I only remember seeing it when it was on, you know, like I didn't go. above. Yeah, I, I didn't either. Like by the time that everyone had told me about it, it was already like all done. So I, 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 I don't know. So so let's talk let's talk about F is for family. Because I watched the trailer. Oh god, it's and so I was good. Not impressed. Really? Not impressed? I, I I love Bill Burr. I do. I love his stand up. I, I I think he's hilarious. You know You what, didn't chuckle two you, or three times. I, I, I chuckled, but listen, you know what that show made me do? It made me go back and watch that 70s show, which is fucking hilarious. Right, except this is going to be way more crude. 
This is everything yeah, Red wish he could have said. Equal funny. Ren and Stimpy of the seventies, but not like not like stupid like Family Guy, right? So crude. Bill Burr, he's pretty sharp. I don't think we end up with a complete oaf as the father. I think we end up with a smart ass. <laughs> we end up with Bill Burr. It's really just Bill Burr. Guy. It's not anybody but Bill Burr. It's just right. maybe Bill Burr's dad. Um. <laughs> well, just like this is how my dad reacted. So screw it. I'm going to do that. Um, this is listen. When we were talking about uh, the way that we're watching streaming services, this is the he could never go on network television show. This can only exist on Netflix. Jessica Jones can't go on network television. I know right. we'll get there next week, but it, I yeah, mean, never. I everything Netflix is doing. Um, and, and we'll take that a step further in the, I want to continue this conversation on another, on another path, but everything that we're seeing from the streaming services is what you'd hope, right? Cause you can't see it on network, right? So you'd, but it's, it's also, it's also a step below what you'd see on like HBO, HBO. or stars, right? Or, right? Yes. So you have, you have some restraint where, you know, there's not all of the like anything on Showtime or Stars. A lot of those shows follow a pretty, pretty consistent formula. Uh, stabby, 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 sexy, sexy, stabby. Penny dreadful. Oh, right? God, that well, show is Ga- awful. Game of Thrones is the same way. I'm offended. Right. Stabby, 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 sexy, sexy, stabby. That, that is not Game of Thrones. That is Game of Thrones. I, listen, it, it absolutely no. is. At some point in the episode, it's going to be stabby, 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 sexy, sexy, stabby, stabby. Yes. Yeah, but that's not the entire show. No, but you're, that's, you're boiling it's, down the two things. No, 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 dude. It's a formula right now. It's not that it's not like to that that degree. It's not that's only like, that, true, like, but that is the formula blood, we'll go. Right. Down. It's not True Blood, right? It's not. It's not Banshee, and I love True Banshee. Blood. Was bitey, 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 sexy, sexy, sexy. That's <laughs> right. all that was right, but it's the same formula, right? Oh, I hated True Blood. Don't get me so, wrong. So, but like, all right. So, like, Banshee is one of those shows. It's on. It's on Cinemax. It's an amazing show, but it's pretty predictable. Shooty, 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 fighty, fighty, sexy, sexy. It's it's always the same, right? So I, I I've grown I've grown like sort of tired of that formula, and Netflix. Uh, and other streaming services are giving us uh, a different formula. They're they're going in between. I mean, network TV is pushing some of the boundaries a little bit. It's it's the but it's everything that you you want network TV to do, have the courage to do, but it can never get away with. And that's what I'm really excited for. I I want to I want to say this. There there is there is a formula, and there now seems to be a formula for the bingeable streaming shows. I want to talk about. Something that uh, that my that the little brother, my brother in law, Aaron, oh, you told boy me, yep, told me he's got the heart of a champion. Heart of a he champion. just keeps, champion. keeps scraping along. Is so, he the best around? No, nothing's gonna ever keep him down. No, no that's my no. theme song. Stop it. So you have you have uh, Amazon really throwing their hat in the ring. So they've got this pilot season available on Prime Video. You can go to Amazon.com slash pilot season, I believe. And what you get is, you know, I, I maybe 10 shows. It's one episode right. of each of these shows. And they want, they want us to watch and they want us to rate it. And, you know, the ones with the ratings get made. In case in point, we have a couple shows that they've, they've already released as Amazon originals. Catastrophe is one that I've watched. It's incredibly dry and hilariously funny. It's a, a almost so, like a... Almost so before like a, you get too much into this, Josh, yeah. I, I do want to point point out how important this this is because what was it? The other two nights ago, I get a call from Josh Burns, and he calls me and says, "An actual so phone listen, call, not a text." Yeah, not through what's, text message. Which is how I'm used to communicating with Josh Burns. And I look at, I was like, "Is there an emergency? Is someone on fire? Why is he calling me?" Was was there a fire? Because I'm I'm like waiting for the hey, there was a fire in the movie theater. I had to grab one of my kids and like freaking. <laughs> but uh, he calls me and he says a bunch of football jargon that I don't understand. Something about points and scores and units and things were happening. And he's like, so you can tell how important this is. I'm like, yeah, totally. And then he tells me about Amazon Prime TV, which it just so happens that my Amazon Prime just renewed. So I was like, sure, I'll check this out. And I got to tell you, I watched the three shows you told me to watch, and there's some pretty decent stuff in there. Right. So, but, but continue. So I, I'm going to talk about a couple Amazon originals, right? So uh, Catastrophe is a comedy. You need to watch it. But 
there was one show made uh, maybe uh, a year ago, uh, aired early 2015, called Sneaky Pete, starring Giovanni Ribisi as a con man. I really like this one. And it was unbelievably good. The story's good, but supporting cast is good. You've got people you've seen in other shows. Folks, you know, there was lady was on Deadwood, among others. She was also on Dexter. But you've had you have a good cast around him that make it believable. You've got uh what what from Chuck, what's her name? Oh, I can't pronounce her name. John Cena. Yeah. She's not, that's not her. Nope, you're right. It's a different show. I was just thinking about it, it, Edge. That's, that's She's that's a different Edge. person. My bad. She's an Edge. Uh, you have, never mind. I'm not going down that road. You need, <laughs> you need to watch Sneaky Pete. You need to watch Patriot, which is an unbelievably good sort of non-official cover. You remember the movie The Recruit, right? The knock mm-hmm. agent. He's that guy, gotcha. right? And then uh, Heiston, which I watched last night. So I watched, I watched the Patriot and I watched Sneaky Peek. Yep. Um, I really enjoyed Sneaky Peek. I love Giovanni Ribisi. I think he's a fantastic actor. Uh, Patriot, well, I'm a little on the fence about. Uh, although it, it so seemed, I'm gonna go I'm gonna spoil it a little bit. CJ, this guy, he's got to do some awful stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And to sort of relieve the pressure, to to escape from all the badness. He's he writes like folk music and he's like a he sits in the park with a guitar and he sings folk songs, right? Now, the problem is he's singing folk songs word for word the mission he just completed last night. <laughs> that sounds awesome. And I'm every Brian, every time he picked up a guitar, I was laughing my that ass off. That stuff was great. It's the stuff kind of in between that I wasn't sure what wasn't like overly impressed with. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. There's I, I absolutely think there's a reason it's pilot season. There's a reason they want us to rate the shows. So this is the cool I, part about the interaction is is that they they literally just made the pilots and instead of taking it to networks and numbers and demographics and all that other bullshit, they turned to the people who are going to be st- stuck watching it and saying, "Tell us what you want to watch. You are going to be dictating I, I your future." To, uh, it's Kickstarter for a TV. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. It's perfect. That's the way the television needs to be. Because too far they lean on to how can we sell it? What can we market? Who's the face? Who's the name? Instead of just like, hey, here's the really good content. And we, we've talked about it. So we definitely need to make sure that you know if you have an Amazon Prime membership, which unfortunately I do not, uh, that you take advantage of this. And if you're going to be watching this uh, kind of content, that you can kind of put your voice into it. I thought you got a Prime membership to get those socks on Prime Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it didn't happen. Oh, then they failed. Yes, they did. Are these shows delivered within two business days? Or <laughs> you know what? The the last show I want to talk about, I, I I want you to watch the show Heiston. It's a, a 30 a thirty minute yes. uh very dark comedy where this kid is um well, he has imaginary friends that he speaks to, but they're all celebrities. So you've got <laughs> at one point in his bedroom jamming you've got this guy on the drums with flea and shaquille (laughs) o'neal and i laughed my ass off watching the show this show was great and what's even better is that like the other actors like chris parnell and whoever plays the doctor he's one of those it guys like flea's like in his face like cursing him and like he's just got to pretend he's not there like, you know, Shaquille O'Neal's not a thousand feet tall in front of you, but you know, no, he's not there. Like But Shaquille was Shaq was hilarious. He was fun. He has his own his podcast timing, now too. His timing was amazing. Everything like his facial expressions were very good. Everything was on point. And this show was it was it was really fun. Of course Shaz- uh, Shaq was great. Shazam was like the pinnacle of acting. How did we not take this, lessons this from this? This was his- the show that Shazam the Wizard or Genie you, asked for. You can make you can make fun of it, but when you see this, he no, did a I can job. Imagine, no, no, listen, I can imagine he's he's got an on-air personality now. I feel like I need to correct you because that's what I do. It is Kazam. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Not to be confused with Shazam, the DC superhero that will have a movie in 2018. Do, do you mean Captain Marvel? Because that's how who I was also known him. as Captain Marvel, but because of Marvel, his name is actually Shazam. Uh, so Shaquille O'Neal was in Kazam, and I would have to argue that Steel is probably the best Shaquille O'Neal work. Out nope, there. nope. Blue <laughs> chips, blue <laughs> chips. 
Why have, do you have, have you guys seen that episodic drama, The Lakers? I think that was his best work. <laughs> oh, what? Wow. <laughs> I've never heard of a so dynasty great. team being referred to more disrespectfully it was so great. than that. Wait, what's better is I'm winning in my fantasy league right now. <laughs> oh, your it's my first it's my first year. Wait, wait, you're in a fantasy football league? Yeah. Yay, Jeff. Nice. So let me let me do this. I'm in Josh. a fantasy league in my mind. You gave you gave Brian a list of prime shows that you would recommend. Uh, and I don't think we said them out loud. So what are the prime shows that need to go on your list? Sneaky Pete, Patriot, Heiston for sure. And then uh, also One Mississippi, which is an incredibly dark comedy starring Tig Notaro, which is really well written. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Catastrophe is more couples, romantic comedy, but funny as hell. And uh, Edge, which stars uh, a couple B-list actors. It's just like uh, they're really trying to make almost make Django Unchained a series. Oh, geez. Why wouldn't you? Django Unchained okay. was great. Except – in the Civil War. It's very strange. It's very strange. There but was, it was one with Christina there Ricci. Was a lot of stuff that? blown up. I don't know, but I, I think I'm going to watch it because Christina Ricci. Yeah, exactly. Wednesday. Rawr. So here's the cool it's, thing. To, I don't know, but watch the pilot. So here's the cool thing of note. Even if you are a person like me who does not have a Prime membership, you are not left out of this. You actually can go ahead and watch some episodes of the pilots. I think they restrict the number that they'll let you do, but they'll let you do it. Uh, well, the the there's only one per. No, I mean, like, I can't watch all the pilots you just listed. I have to pick, like, what? four. No, you watch them in the order that I just Yes, suggested. so what I'm saying is, is that if you liked four of them and you want to watch five and six, you need to get a Prime membership. But they'll let you watch four pilots without an Amazon Prime membership. So you for need free to split Amazon a Prime, Prime membership with a family member. Do you have to pay $50 for the DLC? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you want if you want subtitles and you want something like that, it is an extra twenty. Yeah, it's going to be nineteen ninety nine a month, reoccurring. I think they should let you watch all the shows and give you a Fire Phone just to make up. Listen, for it. they have another show called The Man in the High Castle. Yes. Oh, oh, that's that's what I hope. I've which, read about this which, show. Which wait, well, hold on. So we've had two episodes, and guess when Amazon Originals chose to. Release episode three and return no. to the air today. Oh, oh, that's a dumb idea. No, it's not because it's getting traffic. They advertised incredibly well on network television. This show, I'd be willing to bet, is going to be more heavily watched than Jessica Jones today. Wow. Listen, it's insanely good. It's just well written and well acted. It's perfect. And there's a list, there's a cast of actors who you know yes. and who you know have been phenomenally good in other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that cast list for the, the show is the ca- insane. Oh, the man in the high castle is insane. insane. And, and, the scale of this movie, the scale of this, of this show is a movie on a large and, scale. Like, dare I say, it could be as, if they keep keep it up this way, it could be as compelling as House of Cards. cards. I th- Absolutely. I th- yep. Absolutely. I, I think it's a winner. And look... I think Netflix is going to have some competition. They're going to have to step it up. Step it up, really? You heard it here first. Don't get roundhouse Dude, kicked. Look, Netflix. Step it up because if they, if Amazon takes, wait, are off, they going to take it to the streets? They might. That's is step, it going, that's that's is step it going to be up. in three D? That's step up. Listen, they have the power of Kazam. We're going to we're going to keep we're going to keep certain Channing Tatum things sacred, like step up, like step up. One and two because he wasn't in three or four. To the streets. That's a direct sequel to Magic so, Lake. I, look, I'm saying that the subscribership on Amazon is insane, right? And if people are subscribing already and they start noting, they start noticing that they can get quality stuff, quality entertainment for free in addition to their subscription. It's not really free. Then, yeah. The subscription, but okay. Well, you don't, you have I, a I Netflix get, subscription, I get, I get right? Yeah, yes. Here's so, the only no, thing. No, no, I'm going to, Netflix is how much per month, CJ? Uh, $8 if you're old school, 10 if you're new. 10. It's 10 bucks a month. Over 12 months, how much is that? That's $120. Ooh, ooh, I know. How much is a Prime membership? $80 a month. I'm sorry, $80 a year. $80 a year. It's $40 less than a Netflix subscription. And if they start providing quality entertainment on par... It's a dangerous thing. I think Netflix. I, I see. Here's the thing, though. I did just and I, here it is. Um, Engadget actually just posted a an article that says that uh, Netflix has nearly 70 million subscribers worldwide, and 51 percent of the U.S. internet is used by Netflix. 
51% of the traffic that we do online is Netflix. That's crazy I that. talk. I understand that. I mean, that makes sense. But, but I mean, Amazon's going to not only have to step up, they're going to have to jump a few times and they're going to have to punch some here, people. Yeah, here, here's the thing I have to say in response to that, Josh, is that I would not have, I have an Amazon Prime membership. I would not have known anything about this unless you told me. They, there's virtual, like, and I have, like, I log on to Amazon on a daily basis and tool around and find geek crap. And there's no advertisement. There's nothing that draws me into, hey, guess what else we have that you can stream on your devices? I didn't even know I could download it on my PlayStation until last night. <laughs> I'm not freaking joking. So that that's that's the problem. There's no exposure. There's no advertising there. I Look, I get it. I'm not saying they are a, a competitor now. I'm saying that it's going to be something in the future mm-hmm. that Netflix should plan if, for. If Netflix, if Netflix thinks that they're just going to be top dog forever, they're sadly mistaken. And you really hope that someone in the Netflix you know, world is looking at Amazon Prime going, hey, we really need to make sure that you know, House of Cards doesn't topple over. We need to make sure that Jessica Jones what, keeps everything going. What happens, if, what happens if Amazon buys Hulu? Is that something that might happen? No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. At that point, what happens if rabbits start flying? I, I don't no, know. Just, no, no, just, no. Just, I'm just, I'm I don't no, think it's no, out no, of no. the ballpark. Think, think about that this. sounds. That sounds legit. I, they have the funds, definitely. Not only do they have the funds, but they, there's a niche that Hulu has that Netflix doesn't and can reach more people. I'm saying, what happens if a huge mammoth company like Amazon buys Hulu? Then what? Well, I mean, I'm what just, difference does that make? I, it, I think here's you guys the are problem. Hulu, here, here's the issue with Hulu. The, let me let me the answer the question of this strategy. So here's here's my answer to this. Hulu's category, Hulu's content, right? Because we talked about this. They lost Epics a few weeks ago. I mean, they just gained Epics a few weeks ago. Is always in this constant up and down of agreements. Okay, okay, okay. So what if Amazon strikes a deal with the cable providers just to to deliver? Network television, I, I, I agree. I, the possibility for that is huge. The the thing is, this is and my idea is like kind of like putting a, a a bill through Congress. It starts off as one thing and then ends as another with all these amendments and everything that, that that's. I don't. Attached I don't to want it. you to ever discuss parliamentary procedure again. Democracy is non negotiable. The chair uh, hasn't recognized. I have not yield the floor to you, sir. So I would uh, appreciate it. Uh, can you I can... start a filibuster? I'm going to start reading <laughs> from the Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, it, it yes. starts one way and gets another. I think it'd be great, and if that happens, yeah, Netflix is screwed. But like, come on, you, you, you got to make sure it's it, it, it's I, too broad. I, think, I, I don't think, think your Netflix will ever be screwed. premature. I think not. No, I think you have to consider Netflix has had a monopoly on this for so long that all of these other people are getting into it, and the ones that are going to survive it are going to be the ones with the most money. And Amazon is one of them. Everything started off with, let's just get the shows everyone watches and let's go put them on there so you can start consuming them. And then Netflix said, listen, this model isn't working out for us the way that it's supposed to be. Let's create original content. And now everyone's creating original content. Being first obviously doesn't make sure that, you know, it doesn't make you immortal, but it definitely makes sure that you know what the trend is going to be like. You well, know what's happening. Well, if you, you know, at least, the, at the very least, you know, that uh, if you're not first, you're last. Yeah, um, but then sometimes second's okay and third. Also, I am the first YouTube comment. <laughs> all right, all right. So we've we've gone on. We I think this is a, a debate we can absolutely take in 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 a better direction once we've done some more research. But let, for now, I want to talk about something that uh, I'm not going to say pains me because I think it's an amazing addition. But I will say I, this is a topic I'm not crazy about. But there's an actor who just got cast in a show that I don't want to talk about. Say it. <laughs> say so it. I read, I read all over the interwebs that Jeffrey Dean Morgan has been cast in The Walking Dead as as some big, some big character. N- Negan, is that right? <laughs> Negan, Negan. You know, is it big deal? Big deal, though. Very big deal. Here's the thing. Here's what I what I took away from this is that Jeffrey Dean Morgan, this dude, a serious actor, right? He's everything I've ever seen him in has been amazing. And and at the very, very top of that list are the losers and Watchmen, which I loved both of those movies. So when you when you start talking about this dude joining The Walking Dead, does it make me want to watch it? No, but I think it's absolutely a huge addition to the show that's going to 
bring in the Grey's Anatomy folks who maybe haven't watched the show before. Bring in the Grey's Anatomy. Oh folks? yeah, are you saying These soccer things? moms are going to tune into The Walking Dead now, dude? If you don't know what, ha- like the contribution he made to Grey's Anatomy, maybe say what about? I do oh, know. Wait, wait, wait. I do know. Hang on, Josh. I know all about Danny <laughs> Duquette because that is when that show was actually good, and, right? And that's when I actually what the the minute that dude died, I went fuck that show. After signed that. off. I'm out. I was done with that show. I was three. done. I think my parents died. left the DVDs in the minivan, so I never so, saw it. But here's here's the thing. I look, I boys. I I'm really say, shocked that you guys watched three seasons of Grey's Anatomy. I want to say bravo, bravo for your show, bravo for you. Please continue to uh, in silence, and maybe maybe you can mute your mics while you while you stroke <laughs> it. I don't really <laughs> like. I don't like. I don't like hearing. I'll turn my I'll turn my gain down. All I've heard. Fun. So I've been talking for like five minutes, and all I hear is. And I don't need to hear. I don't. I don't. It's golf hear claps, right? That. That's what that is. It's, no, it was. It was more of a. <laughs> don't, more please, of, don't, right. we're done with that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, please talk about Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I, I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan is, is huge, not just in the Denny Duquette role, but I mean, listen, this, this guy has been all over movies and TV. He is the Winchester father in the Supernatural series, which was a huge role. He is a great actor. He he was amazing as a comedian. And I think casting him in this role as walking in The Walking Dead, and I don't want to spoil anything, but he's a huge character in Walking Dead in the comic book. Jeff, you agree with me, right? Yeah, he. Okay, so this guy is everything that Rick can't fight against, and that's what makes him so good. So anyone who's a Walking Dead fan will recognize that. We're not going to get into plot. He is. I've never wanted to see Rick fight against anyone. You don't even know who Rick is. Carl, I know you don't know about Rick. Carl, I named my iPod. You know what I named it? (laughs) The Titanic. And guess what, Carl? It's sinking. It's sinking. The um, the other thing I wanted to say is just his presence alone on screen is enough to make this character really. Listen, this this is a big name caliber coming to The Walking Dead. However, this should be by no surprise at the fact that they've got a big name actor onto this show. No, no, no. I don't. It's not. I mean, it's not surprising. I'm saying I think it's phenomenal. Right. This this is cool. This is again. Josh will still not watch the show. That's all he said. No, I I, I, look. I'm not going to ever watch the show, but I will. He watched. Listen, listen, CJ. He watched Jeffrey Dean Morgan in a hospital bed. Just sitting there being all Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but he will not watch anything with Jeffrey Dean Morgan and zombies. Nope. Not going to happen. I, 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 I think just the zombies part is what stops him. I don't think That's, that is. That is. But I think that it's it's one of those. Uh, the show has, has has gotten so much acclaim that it, it absolutely deserves something big like this. I'm very. Excited. Yeah. I mean, again, I, he's a huge character in the comic books. He is just a huge name. I mean. I could name, you know, three movies that I freaking loved him in just right off the bat. And I'm sure there's more. Everything this guy touches, he he's gritty. He's raw. He, he's very or he can be extremely lovable. What I think is is really cool about him coming both at the same time, all at the same time. Listen, there is there are very few people when we're talking about Jeffrey D. Morgan and, and the Watchmen in particular. There are very few people that I can say can land the comedian because comedian, you hate him at times. And then you love him at other times. You think he, he's he's got it. He's the only one who's got it figured out. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan nailed that. It was that a similar perfectly. character in, in in the Losers. And I think the the reason that it it makes me happy is that this opens up more for him in in the future. And that's, absolutely, that's I just saw him on I an episode of The Good Wife. Well, no more Good Wife for Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That's I'm a little I'm upset saying. he didn't show up on Mad Men. <laughs> he does. He has that like. Suave, Debbie. He's got that five o'clock shadow that's like always there. Yeah, like, like he could have been Don Draper, and I would have been fine with that. We're not going to spend time on this. So I don't want anybody to to shrug their shoulders and throw their phones out the windows. Just hear me out. Uh, there is a release date, by the way, for Legends of Tomorrow on the CW, and it is January twenty first. So we will have Legends of Tomorrow for the new year. So we can go ahead and have another DC. Show aren't we also? About. Aren't we also going to have a uh, a two ep- like an episode two episode crossover? Yes, but we'll talk about that at another day. I accidentally threw my phone in the hamper, so now it smells like you know what? Balls. It, but he, the thing is, it went straight. <laughs> it went straight into the hamper, and no cats got it because the cat to male ratio <laughs> is so low. His house is a sandbox game that there's no <laughs> chance that a cat could get the phone. 
Luckily, it wasn't broken either. No, no so cats were harmed in the, in, the, in the making of this podcast. Uh, I okay, threw so, my phone because CJ said, don't throw your phones, and it went into the hamper. Okay. So, last week, uh, we got a voicemail from a very special viewer. I, I, I dare say a super fan, Ellen, uh, who... Really quick, uh, talked about how she wants a, a, a t-shirt about my living situation with the cats, which don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll get you covered. Uh, but more importantly, she did share some opinions about Supergirl and the fact that she just did not like it and did not think it was gonna, uh, last very long. And Ellen, I, I would like to ask you if you watched episodes two, three, and four, cause I think it's getting better. I feel a little bit more comfortable about this show. Have you watched, has anybody watched any more Supergirl I have. besides me? No, I have. Who and, um, Jeff, what, Jeff, what yes. do you think? What do you think, Jeff? I absolutely love aspects of it and absolutely hate other aspects. What I hate is that they slap you over the face with she's a girl incessantly, incessantly. I think that was a lot of what Ellen was objecting to, actually, is, is that CJ and I had some fears about what the show might be. And I think that that's exactly uh, that's exactly a part of it. We She doesn't need to identify uh, as as a girl, or, or more more importantly, with the insecurities commonly associated with TV girls, uh, because she's a superhero, but she is the super girl, right? Listen, I, I think I think all of your fears after the first episode. My complaint about the first episode, which still is valid, is that it was rushed. It was very fast. It, it didn't build a lot. The second, third, and fourth episode have been a little bit different. I, I'm enjoying it. I, I think they're they're kind of recovering, and, and it might. It might take a pretty decent turn, especially with this past episode. We learned about Dean Kane's stuff was going on with him and, and his past Superman life. And uh, I, I think it's going to be good. I mean, it, will it be ever on par with some of the other stuff on TV? Probably not. But I think it's going to be at least enjoyable. I'm enjoying the ride while it lasts. Will it be on par with The Flash? Maybe. Whoa. Arrow sucks. Dude, so. dude, dude. Oh, <laughs> Arrow doesn't let's suck. Not, let's not get into Flash and Arrow right now. Let's give so, our listeners a I, break. I also want to say, just saying. Uh, Ellen, I appreciate the shout out on the voicemail and uh, thank you. And I'm, I'm back. So I'm here. She also said, uh, she also sent an email <laughs> because she said, quote, I'm not going to leave another message. I didn't like how my voice sounded on your podcast. So, <laughs> Ellen, your voice sounded wonderful. Here's uh, something that actually really struck my entrance, and I would love to see if we could get that kind of nerd community behind it, and we'll maybe hammer out some details. One of her movie theater hacks uh, that she gave us was uh, she actually knows someone who's a manager at a movie theater, and they said if you tell them that you're, you want to have a special screening and you can have some kind of throwback movie, the movie can sometimes cost them as little as $300, and if you can get people in the door, they might consider it. And they sometimes may get a potential sponsor to help cover the uh, the ticket costs, uh, the $300, and that all the tickets to them are, are just gravy. It's, it's stuff for them. So maybe if we can get the That Kind Nerd community together to do a good old throwback movie, nothing like – something not like Back to the Future, but something that's you know kind of in the BC rating. We can maybe like – Pulp Fiction? Uh, then, Princess Bride? Listen – Start sending the suggestions. Let's find out. Let's see if we get the TKON night at the movies with our fans. Like Reservoir Dogs? I want to screen. Now stick with me here. The Mummy 1. Just the first one. Brandon Fraser? Yes. I'm behind That's it. Great. I'm behind so it. good. I'm behind so it. So much fun. So here's, here's what I need from you guys. Here's what I need from you, the fans. Wait, wait, wait. See, here's the thing, though. That's only a movie hack if you make friends with your movie manager, right? And the only way that you get the ticket sponsored is if you promise not to bring fucking chicken Caesar salad. Not bring a buffalo whiskey. Right, River because they live no, on They're the legit. concessions. Yes. Listen, Josh, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never brought Chinese We've food. We clearly into a movie said that we. I am. Done. I am ashamed. Right, because I. I have never, not ever, not once in my life. Brought outside food into a theater because it's shameful. It is. Now, That's why we said it's never happened. Do we have the shame sound effect from Game of Thrones? Just as the bell rings. Shame. 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 Here's, here's what I'm scared of if we do something like this. I'm scared that we're going to get like everybody's going to be like, hey, Brian, we're going to screen The Mummy or we're going to screen Back to the Future 1 because you know how much you love that movie. And then I'm going to sit down in the theater and because Josh and his wonderful wife, Laura, who left a, a, a post on my Facebook, will just screen nothing but Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> and they'll just tie me to a chair 
and I can't move. <laughs> well, what, what's going to happen is that we're going to screen the mummy, right? Except we're going to have uh, we're going to have Tyler Durden put like like <laughs> subliminal <of> Yo Gabba Gabba <laughs> in every single possible uh, real change. It's, shit so it's that terrifying. It's just planted in your brain. <laughs> So this can happen at the Colonial Theater in Collegeville. So, so, so here's here's what we need. We need two. We need two things. We need some movie suggestions, uh, and then we need uh, some some soft numbers. So I I will actually go ahead and I and, and start getting I, this rolling. Here's you know what's funny is every time there's a one of those throwback cult classic movies on Twitter. I mean, and this is this is going back years now. Craig has been. Craig will tap me. He will absolutely like flag me on Twitter and be like, "Yo, Point Break is on AMC right." Yes, <laughs> right. I was or, just or about like, to say that. Or like, uh, you know, he'll be like at Jnubs five seven two Major League on Stars <laughs> right now. Oh, so right. Good. So we we go back and forth. Me and Craig go back. Have we been going back and forth probably for a couple of years, three years now about these movies specifically stuff like Major League, Point Break, those. Those cult following, awesome throwback movies. I and think we should do one that CJ's never seen, like Free Jack or The Wraith. No, there's no way CJ's ever seen Major League. I've seen Major League. I don't believe you. Charlie Sheen is wild thing. It's a, it's hilarious. It's awesome. What what about what? Jurassic Park. No, is I, that- I, I I think we're probably <laughs> gonna have trouble with the licensing. And, and listen, if we're if we're gonna if we would do Jurassic Park, we we need the to drive give in. CJ the full experience of just like. Throwing we need water to get a drive. Oh, that's what we need to do. We need I to will hire in. all of my cousins to come, and you, they can lay with you in a freaking backseat of a station wagon. It'll be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Hired family for CJ to, to have the experience. It's a little odd. You gotta. I'm gonna have an eight year old vomit on you just so that <laughs> just so that everything's okay. Christian will be eight by then. I'll just feed him way too much concessions and let him throw up on your shoes. <laughs> oh god. I could see you, Josh, as the badass concession guy, though. Like, <laughs> man, look, I was, I was the guy in in the. You gotta give me that. that I totally lost that sort it. of that sort of outdoor seating area there, just like scamming on the chicks my age. Oh, the yeah. whole time. You're like Matthew McConaughey in Dazed and Confused. No, dude, because I was the same age as they were. <laughs> I didn't get older, and they stayed the same age. You see. <laughs> Both of both of us had parents that brought us there, right? We just we were both the same age. That's all I'm saying. That's the funny part of living in a college town. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff actually does get older (laughs) while they stay the same age. (sighs) Jeff spends way too much time in the trap tavern. There's no besides an arrest because of all this. Hanging out across from her sinus, just walking up and down the streets in your flannel shirts. I have striped shirts too. All right. But I wear flannels over them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So here's what we need you, the fans, to do. Uh, If this is actually something you want to do, you want to come join us at the movies. Uh, we want to to maybe get this in motion. Uh, Ellen, I think this is a great movie hack, and, and I think it would be so cool to do something like this. And you know, maybe we can see if we can get the proceeds to go towards a, a charity or something to, to help some people out as well. So here's what I need from you guys. I need thoughts and suggestions. So hit us up on Twitter at That Kind of Nerd or on Facebook. Just search That Kind of Nerd. You'll find us. Also, you can leave your voicemail on our phone number so you can go ahead and we can put it onto the air as well like we did for Ellen the first time. It is 484 484- Three seven three four one one nine. Again, that's four eight four three seven three four one one nine. So here it is, guys. I I, I would love to get uh, Jeff since you don't join us very frequently. I, I still want to make sure that we give gaming the spotlight it deserves. Jeff's article of uh, Halo is on our website, so you can go ahead and read his opinion. You're working for you're working on a Fallout one as well, right? Yeah, I'm gonna do. Um, there's BlizzCon coming. There's Fallout, and also. There's one more, but I can't remember. But it's going to be there. More importantly, Jeff, if if we could rent a theater and play some Battlefront in it, I'd be down for that. Yep. Just yep. saying. I agree. So, <laughs> and of course, be with you. So Jeff's got some good stuff coming down the gaming pipe. Please make sure to check out thatconnerd.com to see some of Jeff's work. It's amazing. Go read it. It's phenomenal. Uh, Jeff, of the games that we and when ta- you read when you read Jeff's articles, I want you to read it in his sultry. Yeah, you have to tones. read it in his voice. Yes. yes, you have to read it in his voice. I do apologize. 
I misspelled. I misspelled aesthetics. Well, we we so just if anyone wants so to, so you're gonna that. you're gonna edit it tonight. It's not gonna happen. It's gone. <laughs> I've never never misspelled it. All right. So, <laughs> anyway. so Jeff, of, of the the games that we talked about today, we talked about Fallout. We talked about Battlefront. Um, we talked about some other things in there too. What is the game that I should go out and go spend sixty dollars on? Go. What's the game? I should All right. Super Mario Brothers All for right. the NES. So, if you are a fan of the Halo series. By Halo. If you are a fan of RPGs, by Fallout. If you like just playing with your friends, by Star Wars, but not the freaking DLC. Not yet. Not until so you know see, what it's So about. Jeff just pulled a CJ and said, I'm not going to give you an answer. I'm he just really going to. He really did. He really did. I'm just all going right, all right. to say. You want to know my full answer? Yes. It's I, need, I have 60 bucks includes, to spend this holiday to buy a it, game. What am I buying? It, all right. So 60 bucks. If you buy Fallout, it gets you a first person experience. It gets you a third person experience. It gets you a third person armor suit experience and a giant world to explore in. Can it but, get me a second person experience as well? <laughs> yes. And you can also get the fourth and fifth. Can I just stand um, behind you, Jeff, and tell you what to do? That's honestly, the if that was experience. a thing, if it had multiplayer, I would say all hands down, just buy Fallout. That's all you need. Listen, the fourth person experience is free. You just drive to Jeff's house and watch him play. <laughs> I'm going to mind control him David Tennant style and make him do the things in the game that I want him to I do. I am okay with that. <laughs> all right. So one last thing about gaming. Overwatch beta has been sent out. Emails will be in your inbox if you got accepted to it, but it looks great. It's a Team Fortress, but made by Blizzard. Boom. Do it if you got it. <laughs> all right everybody so uh so that's the show i want to thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to us thank you so much for making us your walk around the neighborhood or your drive to work again please send us your suggestions as to what movies we should try to go ahead and get a screening for uh so we can go ahead and have a, that kind of nerd night at the movies uh, definitely want to have you guys involved continue to share your thoughts and feelings about our podcast your nerdy life uh, by calling our google voice hotline again anyone who leaves a message is entered in for a t-shirt that says the captain mail ratio is very low uh, again that number is 484-373-4119 and that's 484-373-4119 just for all the listeners out there, expect next week to be a Jessica Jones episode so we can go ahead and talk about this show. So please get caught up uh, so that way we do not spoil you for next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Dak and Nerd Podcast. Have a great day. This wonderful editing nightmare has brought to you by my Bazinga mug filled with uh, Seagram 7 and uh, 7-Up. You're welcome. I've had a half bottle of fucking Maker's Mark with you assholes. You guys are vibrating my crotch. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I want to continue vibrating your crotch. Keep that phone there, sir. I threw my phone because CJ said, don't throw your phones, and it went into the hamper. <laughs> That's the story of my life, by the way. Small person, little known, gigantic huge. Right? Stabby, stabby, stabby. Sexy, sexy, stabby. True Blood was bitey, 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 sexy, sexy, sexy. That's all that was. You can't end the show until you be like, hey, thanks for uh, making us your walk around the neighborhood or your drive to work. And we're not done till the station cuts us off. Oh, look at that.